Welcome to the Unfuck Your Health Podcast, where we get into all things training, nutrition, mindset, and help you unfuck your health. I'm your host, Brevin Jandrew. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Unfuck Your Health Podcast. We'll give a little personal update for those of you who care before we dive into today's topic, which is how to look like you lift Um, which is a really cool topic. Um, I'm really excited for this episode, but a little personal update. I am one day out, um, less than 24 hours out from my powerlifting competition, my second competition, looking to put up some really good numbers. Truthfully right now, um, just for full transparency with everyone, um, I am dealing with some, some shoulder issues right now. Um, For those of you who don't know, I had shoulder surgery in 2017 on a torn labrum. I was in a a sling for six weeks, and then I did physical therapy for six months, and it's never really been the same. Um, That is always my excuse for having a terrible bench, and compared to the normal person, my bench is all right. Compared to powerlifting, my bench is terrible. Compared to my other numbers, my bench is terrible. Um... But to be fair, I can't go through um, generally a full block without shoulder pain. And right now, I'm having um, some shoulder pain on kind of the um, inferior medial, so the lower and towards my spine part of my scapula. Um, so it's really hard to depress my scapulas and get into a really good position for my bench press um, to lock down the bar for um, a squat and to lock my back in for the deadlift. Um, it's feeling a little bit better today. Um, still not ideal, and I actually have kind of this shooting pain going down the side of my shoulder um, that kind of makes my hand arm go numb. So hopefully throughout today, resting, taking ibuprofen, stuff like that, it will subside, and I will be able to lift just fine tomorrow. But give you guys a little bit of prediction if things are feeling well, what numbers I'm hoping to put up, and next week. We will talk about if I hit those numbers or not. Um, So we're going to make some bold predictions here. Um, Squat, I'm hoping to hit 551. Um, I would love 556 um, if if things are going well. Uh, But me and my coach, Hanny, think that 551 is there. So I'm super excited about that. Um, The most I've hit in my training is... 534, I believe, um, was my highest that I hit. Um, and that was at a relatively low RPE. It was like an eight, eight and a half RPE. So I'm super excited about that. Um, bench, we all know it sucks, but we got to talk about it anyways. I would love a 300 pound bench. Uh, I don't think that'll happen. Truthfully, everything would have to be going perfect. No shoulder pain, everything for me to hit that. I would love, if everything's going well, 297, um, 292 might be there on the day. Um, Could you try again? Oh, that was my Siri going off. Um, the most I've hit in training is 285 um, at like an RPE, 8.5. So I'm hoping 292's there. 297 would be great. Three, I think the jump in kilos is like 301. That would be fantastic. But deadlifts. 600 is going to fall. That is my bold prediction for the day. Um, I've pulled 600 on a deadlift bar before, um, but I compete in the US APL now, which uses a stiff bar. Um, for those of you who don't know, a deadlift bar is longer, so it puts the weights out further. The collars on the end are longer, so again, it puts the weights out further. 
and it has more whip in the bar, which means you can pull more slack out of it. So it, it cuts down your range of motion and just makes it an easier lift. Um, people can generally lift like 50 to 70 pounds more on a deadlift bar than on a stiff bar. Um, but most people don't know that there is even a difference. So I'm hoping that 600, I'm predicting that 600 will fall. Um, 601, I believe, is what the kilo numbers is. Because um, in powerlifting, we compete in kilos. And uh, the numbers in pounds are a little bit weird. So I think it's 601.6 or something like that, pounds. That will fall. And then afterwards, the following week, I'm going to try to to just YOLO a uh, Kabuki bar, which is the really, really nice deadlift bar. Got a ton of whip in it. I'm going to try to go for 650, see if I can pull that on the deadlift bar. But I digress. That is my personal update for now. Um, thank you for those of you who have followed along um, while I'm posting on my stories. I don't talk about my lifting journey quite as much as I probably should on the podcast or on my Instagram or anything like that. So if you guys do want to see more of that, um, let me know. I don't post as much about it, like I said, as I probably should. I focus mostly on trying to provide as much content for you guys as I can. Um, but I am still doing the thing. Um, but let's jump into today's episode. Today, we are going to talk about the five steps to get you to look like you lift. Um, I just made a post about this yesterday, and I think it's a really, really important topic because so many people chase the wrong thing. And what I mean by that is while we're going through our fitness journey, so many people are struggling because they're constantly trying to diet their way into the body that they want. And this is where I started my fitness journey at. For those of you who, who do know um, and have listened to the episodes where I talk about that, um, I started my fitness journey and I lost about 60, 70 pounds, um, really without lifting all that much. Um, I was actually in the middle of shoulder surgery and stuff like that, which to be fair, wasn't even a great time for me to be dieting, but the more you know. Uh, but I started my fitness journey and I just utilized nutrition to lose like 60 or 70 pounds. Because when we talk about weight loss, it really comes down to calories in, calories out. Um, that is like the baseline level of how you're going to get fat loss. And I was doing that. I was losing weight and things were going great. But no matter how much weight I lost, I just wasn't happy with the body that I, I, I had. I still looked in the mirror and I still didn't like what I saw. I wanted that toned look. I wanted to be jacked. I wanted to be strong. And I thought that after losing 70 pounds that I would be there. And I just wasn't. And it wasn't until I hired my first coach and he had me go through a reverse diet. Um, he and she, Kenny and Sarah Lipton, they're fantastic. Go give them a follow. Shout out to them. Um, I've shouted them out before, but they're awesome. But I, I went through a reverse diet. I was eating like 2,000 calories probably, um, between 2,000 and 2,300 calories um, on my when I was losing weight. And yeah, I lost weight, but I still wasn't happy with how I looked. And when I started with them, we went through a reverse diet. I built my calories up to about 2,800 calories a day. And after... I believe it was four or five months. Um, I still have the progress pictures. I The first progress picture I sent them, I looked at it and I'm like, have you ever stepped foot in a gym? You've lost 70 pounds, but you don't look the way that you want to. And I was really disappointed in that fact. And I, four months, four or five months later, sent them another progress picture. Um, and I'd obviously been sending them in between there, but I sent them another progress picture and I'm like, holy shit, 
you're starting to get the look that you want to. Like I can finally look at myself and be like, holy shit, you've done it. And I hadn't lost any more weight at that time, um, which was fantastic. And over the course of losing a hundred pounds, I spent way too much time just focusing on fat loss and I was never achieving the body that I wanted to. And it was super disappointing. And it took not, it took doing these five steps to, to actually get the look that I wanted to, to be able to look like I lifted. And that's why I want to share that with you guys, because so many of you are in the same situation where you have this body in mind, this dream body. You want to look toned and lean and strong, but you don't do the things you need to, to get there. And you just focus on dieting and you've been dieting for years and years and years. And unfortunately you have to stop chasing numbers on the scale and you have to start chasing numbers in the gym to get the look that you want to. So let's get into the five steps to get you to look like you lift. Number one, as you might assume, is to stop dieting. You've been dieting for years and years, doing every diet out there. You've probably even lost some weight in the past, but you're still not happy with how you look. And you always tell yourself, just 10 or 15 more pounds, 20 more pounds, 30 more pounds, and I'll look like I want to. And that's just unfortunately not true. You have to take some time away from dieting. You have to go through that reverse diet. You have to build your calories up. You have to take time to optimize your hormones, to optimize your metabolism, to get it into a good spot for you to even really be able to lose fat again, but more than anything, to actually build muscle. Because what you're missing isn't more fat loss, it's more muscle mass. To get the toned look that you want, you have to build some muscle, and we just have to take some time not dieting. When you're chronically dieting, and, and I'm talking to the people who have been dieting for a year, two years, five years, 10 years, and still aren't happy with the body that you've looked. If you've only been dieting for two months, you still got a little bit of time. But if you've been dieting for a long time and you're still not happy with the results that you're getting, this is for you. While you're chronically dieting, you're downregulating your hormones, your thyroid hormone, which controls your metabolism, your, your sex hormones, um, testosterone and estrogen, you're downregulating your biofeedback, your your sleep, hunger, recovery, energy, digestion, stress. You're losing muscle mass because you're losing weight, not just fat. Losing weight is muscle and fat. Um, it, it's just losing pounds on the scale. Losing fat is is maintaining your lean body mass, but actually losing fat, fat mass. And that's what you're after, and that's going to get you the look that you're going for. But again, you have to take time not dieting. And that's one of the hardest things for someone to do when your goal is fat loss. That, that's one of the hardest things to wrap your mind around. And, and you're probably listening to this and you're like, dude, you're telling me my goal is to lose fat and to like how I look and you want me to not diet because all people push down your throat is calorie deficit, calorie deficit, diet, diet, diet. And you want me to not diet? That doesn't sound right. Just bear with me through this episode, and I promise you by the end of this, you will be convinced that you need to take some time to not diet and focus on lifting so that you can get the body that you're looking for. So again, take time to not diet. Um, ideally, we're going to spend at least the amount of time that we were in a deficit, not dieting, optimizing your hormone profile, your metabolism, building muscle mass giving your body a break to just kind of like de-stress. That's not exactly how it works, but that's the easiest way to think about it is dieting is a huge stressor on the body. We need to take time 
to not be in that stress state. Number two, lift weights at least three times a week. Your dream body is built by increasing your strength and hitting PRs in the gym, not by hitting a new low weight on the scale. And yes, there's obviously levels to this. If you have 100 pounds to lose, then losing weight will help. But even then, even for someone who is needs to lose 100 pounds, you can still make progress with your physique, building muscle in a deficit. You can make progress if you've never stepped foot into a gym or you're relatively new to a gym. Um, if you've never followed a well-structured program, if you have a ton of weight to lose, there's a couple ways that you can still make progress losing fat and building muscle at the same time. This is called body recomp. But again, you still have to get into the gym. You still have to take that seriously. You have to train hard. You have to do these things. You have to get into the gym at least three times a week. And I actually had someone on my TikTok ask me, do I have to go three times a week? No, you don't have to go three times a week. Um, you can go two. You can go one time a week. You can still make progress going to the gym one time a week, two times a week, three times a week, five times a week. I don't have many people that go more than five times a week, but you can do it. You can make progress doing that. But I, I want to challenge you. If you really, really care about changing your physique, you can almost always, I can almost guarantee you that you can find three hours out of your day to go to the gym. If it doesn't have to take any more than that, it can be one hour, three times a week to go to the gym. And if you're struggling because your workouts are taking too long, there's ways that we can make your workouts shorter and more effective. Um, I'm a huge proponent of like a minimalist style training, doing the least amount of work to get the most amount of results. Um, so you can kind of think about it as like, if I put in 85% of the work and not, that's not an effort level. You're putting in 85% of the work. You're able to get 85% of your results if you train the right way. So it's just about being really efficient with what you're doing in the gym. And that's going to take a well-structured, well-written program, exercise selection, exercise order, um, tempo, execution, those things. And you can be extremely effective in just three hours a week. Now I would be willing to bet that most people can spend more than that in the gym. I'd be willing to bet that you could spend probably six hours out of your week in the gym. Now you don't have to spend that amount of time. Again, we can make great progress on three days a week, but you have to be in the gym. You have to be lifting weights, strength training. The best way to change your physique is to start to build some muscle mass and building strength. That is one, you don't see people who are, who are really strong that don't have great physiques. There's obviously outliers, but you look at some of the best power lifters in the world and outside of the people who are in the super heavyweight class, which again, that's a completely different thing. You look at people who are between 242 pounds and 165 pounds, almost all of them are extremely strong and they all have good physiques. They all are toned. They all have muscle mass, definition. They're lean. Even the people who are sitting in the 242 class are huge. They are jacked. And now that's obviously the extreme, but you see what I mean here. Chasing strength in the gym is almost always going to result in you having a better physique is always having the body that you want to. People who are toned, and a lot of times people will point to someone like a, a sprinter where they're lean they're toned, they see definition. Those people are strong as shit. Sprinters are very, very strong and they have a lot of muscle mass. They're just really lean because really all being toned means is that 
you have a high enough muscle mass and a low enough body fat percentage to actually see that. And it's really cool. Building muscle and building strength not only helps improve your physique, but it also improves a lot of other areas outside of, of just body composition changes or weight loss. Um, there's I actually made a post about this, um, like 20, uh, 20 ways that lifting weights improves your life outside of weight loss. And, and there's so many things, bone density, mobility, strength in and out of the gym, um, heart health, all of these things improves so much with you taking the gym seriously. Number three here, train hard, high reps and low lightweight is not going to get you toned. If you want to look toned, like I said, you have to actually build muscle. What toned means, because you can't tone a muscle. That toned look that people are going for is a relatively lean physique with a high amount of muscle mass. And the really cool thing is the more muscle mass you have, the better you look at higher body fat percentages. Again, the people who are 242 pounds probably aren't. um, And again, 242 is a very specific number, I know, um, but it's a weight class in powerlifting. The people who are at the highest level in powerlifting at the 242 weight class, they have probably a higher body fat percentage of the people that are in the 174 pound class, but they look just as good, if not better, because they have a significant amount of muscle mass on their frame. Having more muscle mass is going to make you look better no matter what physique you have. Um, gaining five to 10 pounds of muscle will actually make your physique look dramatically different. But losing five pounds of fat or five pounds on the scale probably isn't going to make you look all that different. And that's a really hard thing for people to wrap their mind around because people are so obsessed with what that number on the scale says. So many people allow it to dictate their self-worth, their feeling. If that scale is up, you have a bad day. If that scale is down, you have a great day. So we have to start to get away from that a little bit. And we have to start to realize that adding five to 10 pounds of muscle is the way to make your physique look different, losing five pounds. And I can't tell you how many times I've heard this. I just need to lose the last five pounds. I just need to lose the last 15 pounds. And you know what? It might make a little bit of a difference to your physique, but more than likely you need to add muscle mass to get to your dream physique. And I would almost be willing to bet my entire paycheck that that is the truth for the majority of you listening to this podcast. It is not more weight loss that you need it's more muscle mass that you need. Number four here. Actually, I want I want to throw back to, to number three real quick and make one more point here. Um, training hard. When we're talking about training hard, um, we don't mean to throw up during your workout, to leave the gym absolutely dog shit tired, sweating, red face, dying, and sore for the next week. That's not what is indicative of a good workout. When we're talking about training hard, we're talking about your proximity to failure, um, especially when we're talking about specifically building muscle. Um, that The number one indicator of muscle growth and the way that you're going to grow muscle is to train with a high proximity to failure, which means you're training between zero reps in reserve and three reps in reserve. That means at zero reps in reserve, you don't have any more reps that you can do. That is failure. Three reps in reserve means you have about three reps left in the tank before you hit failure. So when we talk about training hard, high reps and lightweight, like I said, isn't going to get you toned. You can make progress with hypertrophy, building the size of the muscle between six reps and 30 reps, 
with high rate, high weight or low weight, but you have to train with a high degree of intensity. So when we look at, especially for the people who only have a couple hours a week, when we look at time cost, it doesn't make sense for you to train with 30 reps because yes, you can get hypertrophy training there, but you're training at 30 reps. Your sets, instead of going to eight or 10 reps are literally taking three times as much time in the gym because you're training with high reps. So it just doesn't make sense at that time. Um, but for the people who, who say, oh, I, I want to tone up. So I need to use high weight or high reps and lightweight. And I, I need to train with a bunch of volume. That's not true. That's not what's going to build muscle. That's not what's going to give you that look again. Toned means that you have a low enough body fat percentage and a high enough muscle mass. And I stress the high enough muscle mass part because most people don't have that. Okay. Last point on that. Um, number four here is eat one gram per pound of body weight and protein. When we talk about protein, the the ranges that I'll normally give people is like 0.7 grams per pound of body weight all the way up to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight. If your goal is to look like you lift, is to get toned, is to improve your physique, you need to be eating at least one gram per pound of body weight and protein. Protein is essential for building muscle. It's essential for recovery. It has the highest thermic effect of food, which means it costs the most um, to actually digest and absorb compared to fats and carbs by almost double. So you actually, independently of anything else, 2,000 calories of protein and 2,000 calories of carbs and or fats, you are going to burn more calories and store less calories eating 2,000 grams uh, or 2,000 calories worth of protein versus the carbs and fats. Protein is so, so important. And if you are the person who has a lot of weight to lose and you're in the gym, and you're in a calorie deficit and you're, you want body recomposition, you have to be eating a significant amount of protein because you want to turn that weight loss to fat loss and eating a significant amount of protein or a sufficient amount of protein, I should say, in your diet is going to help, um, hold off on that protein degradation, the loss of muscle mass while you're in a deficit and give your body a reason to keep that muscle mass around. Not only are you training, you're able to recover and you have the building blocks of that muscle mass on board. So protein is extremely important. Um, protein also is going to help keep you full. So if you are that person who's going for body recomposition and you're in a deficit, um, you have a lot of weight to lose, you're able to stay full longer. Um, and if you're, again, that person who, who just has that last 15 pounds to lose, 10 pounds, five pounds to lose, um, eating a significant amount of protein, it's going to make that harder to store as fat. Protein is does not have a an efficient storage mechanism for body fat. Now, that doesn't mean it can't be stored as body fat. Um, it'll go through some processes and transform to be stored as body fat, but it doesn't have an efficient way to do that. So your body's more likely to just excrete excess protein um, rather than store it as body fat. So that's why I say you can even eat more. There's there's some really, really cool protein overfeeding studies where they eat two times or three times their body weight in protein and they are in a surplus, but they're not storing excess body fat. So the protein overfeeding is, is a really cool topic. Um, Bill Campbell out of the USF Human Performance Lab, um, the University of South Florida, University of South Florida Human Performance Lab has done some really cool um, research studies on protein overfeeding. So definitely go check those out. He, he does some really, really cool research um, 
as far as like human performance. Um, there's a ton of human performance labs all over the country, but his specifically focus on um, like body composition. And he uses a lot of like good examples as far as like bodybuilders rather than just the average person who's never trained before where the effects are going to be amplified a little bit more. He uses people who have actually trained before so there we can look at like what the real responses are to someone who does train, which are really cool. But eating your protein is extremely important. And I'm not saying you have to eat two times your body weight and protein. That's ridiculous for most people. But I'm just showing you the importance of eating your protein and that you can eat more. Um, I know sometimes when I'm in a deficit, I'll especially if I'm struggling with, with hunger, I'll eat 1.1 or 1.2 um, times my body weight in protein, and it'll help keep me a little bit full longer um, which, which, and obviously help with recovery. So there's a ton of benefits to, to eating that protein, um, but protein is essential for building muscle mass. So you need to at least be eating a minimum of one gram per pound of body weight in protein every single day. And number five here, and I think probably the most underrated one on this list is improve your sleep quality. We'll throw quantity in there too. Make sure you're getting at least a minimum of seven hours of sleep a night. Um, ideally eight hours of sleep a night, but more than anything, your sleep quality Sleep's where we go through, uh, where our body goes through the majority of its repair. So if your sleep quality sucks, good luck putting on muscle efficiently. It's going to be really hard for you to recover. During sleep is where we release the majority of our growth hormone, which is super important in building muscle, um, repair, and everything involved in the muscle building process. So if your sleep quality sucks, if you're not, if you're sleeping six hours a night and, or even five hours a night, and you're waking up every hour and you're you're never getting into deep sleep, your recovery is going to be really hard. You can have everything else in place. And this goes for fat loss too because um, I, I think we're speaking to that as well. If you're struggling with your sleep and everything else is on point, sleep is the silent killer of fat loss. Sleep is the silent killer of gains. Sleep is so underrated. I don't think enough people talk about it. Enough people focus on it. So improving your sleep quality, how can we actually do that? Um, improving your sleep quality, a lot of times is improving your sleep environment. Make sure you're in a cold room, like 68 degrees, 66 degrees, somewhere between there. Um, it's dark. Make sure it's quiet. Make sure your bed is comfortable. Make sure it's a calming environment. So if your bedroom is, is super messy and chaotic, it's going to be harder to fall asleep. These seem like very small things, but I promise you they do make a difference. Um, then we can talk about like, what is your sleep routine? What is your nighttime routine? And I'm not a proponent of hour long nighttime routines, but taking a warm shower can be super beneficial for getting high quality sleep. Um, Making sure that you're not on your phones or looking at screens 30 to 60 minutes before you go to bed. Reading a book, journaling, meditating, getting some of those thoughts that are in your head. For those of you who struggle with going to lay down and just not being able to fall asleep because your thoughts are all over the place, go try to journal. Write those thoughts down. Get those from like thoughts in your head to concrete thoughts on paper. They become a little bit easier to actually digest and deal with. Once you can visualize them, they become a little bit easier. And I'm not saying that works for everyone. There's obviously different things you can do, but meditating, reading, journaling, taking a warm shower, doing these things. We can even get into 
and we're not going to take a huge dive into this, but your nutrition around sleep, um, eating some carbs before bed can help be beneficial um, from a hormonal perspective, getting you to bed, um, having the right hormonal response to actually do that. So there's a lot of things we can do to improve our sleep quality, but we really, really have to focus on sleep if you want to see optimal results in the gym, if you want to look like you lift. If you stop chasing numbers on the scale and you start chasing numbers in the gym, you are going to see the physique that you want to. You're going to be very happy. But if you continue to try to diet your way into the physique that you're looking for, it's going to be really, really hard. And you're going to continue to struggle. You're going to continue to look in the mirror. And no matter how much fat you lose, be unhappy with the physique that you have. And trust me, I can say that because I've been there. And it's a really, really hard thing when all you want is to lose weight. And I'm sitting here telling you to take time not losing weight to build the physique that you want to. But like I said earlier, Adding 5 to 10 pounds of muscle will make you look drastically different, but losing the last 5, 10, or 15 pounds will not make that big of a difference. Take time building muscle and build the physique that you want to, and I promise you, you will be happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Unfuck Your Health Podcast. We will see you on the next episode. As always, I want to thank you for listening to the Unfuck Your Health Podcast. If you enjoy the show and find it helpful, I'd love it if you would share it on your story so I can thank you for listening and leave a five-star rating review to help the podcast grow and allow me to impact more lives. As always, feel free to reach out with any questions or anything and anyone that you want to see on the show. Thanks again for listening to the Unfuck Your Health Podcast.